BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, well-beings? I'm Kelly Noonan-Gorris, and this is The Heal Podcast. Every Thursday, I interview the leading experts in health and healing, as well as real people with extraordinary healing stories. Whether you want to heal a physical diagnosis, a mental health issue, a past trauma, or heal our planet, the Heal Podcast is for you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answers you've been searching for. You can follow us on Instagram at at Heal Documentary and at Kelly Gores and catch episode clips on Heal Documentary's YouTube channel. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday anywhere podcasts are found. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and this week joining me on the continued road of wedding narcissism and bridezilladom is my friend, Alex Thomopoulos. Hey, girl, hey. I feel like I always do that before I... <laughs> Hello. It's um Hi. Hello, what a, woman. Hello. What a cool moniker to have. You should really uh you do that always. <laughs> well, you know, my my secret dream is to be a rapper. So I just figure like every time I see my friends' kids and I don't show up with gifts, like I just make the and they go crazy. So that's kind of just been my signature. Hi. Hi. Okay. How you so, been? Alex, I'm I've been good. How you been? Happy? You're in you're in wedding bliss or wedding panic. Wedding okay. panic. Yeah. We're staring down the barrel. This week will be we're less than six weeks away. It's very exciting. It's and, very, very exciting. It's very exciting. And Alex should know a thing or two about it being exciting, i.e. stressful, because I have been hounding her <laughs> to fix hounding my... Hounding is a, is a nice term. What's a term Stalk, you want Stalking? Stalking you. There we go. To help me find someone to make all the food. <laughs> you know, just a small task. Well, it's funny because everybody thinks, because I was in the food world for so long, that I just know every chef. Right. Um... And so they're like, I'm getting married in Jamaica. Do you have a catering company that you like? I'm like, I've never been to Jamaica before in my life. 
Well, here's what happened. So I don't know if I told you this yet, but my mom and dad, okay, so, you know, they're like, it's at my parents' house. So they're like mm-hmm. helping us, you know, with local, I, I don't have a lot of contacts. I'm going to have grown up in Massachusetts, but like, I don't know about throwing a party in Massachusetts. I don't have like all my friends in the restaurant world are in like New York City. I'm like racking my brain, like what are we going to do? And I really didn't want to use a catering company because to me, catering equals shite, which maybe I'm wrong, actually. 90% of the time, yes. But now I think it's interesting because after the pandemic, a lot of restaurant chefs have shifted into the catering space because no way catering was in such high demand. And also I think that the food world in general is that the standards are a lot higher. Uh-huh. Um, so you're getting better food when you are getting catering. It's not so much just the chicken paillard and the, you know, filet mignon app, uh, options that you're getting, but you really, there's a lot of chefs out there who are putting a lot of thought into the food that comes out. Um, in just smaller settings, which is really, really exciting. That's thrilling. Okay, so we are having, I call it the wood dinner. It's not really a wedding. I want everyone to think of it as a meal. A winner. A wood dinner. A wood dinner. A wedding dinner. Yep. 25 adults. Not crazy, right? No, that's great. You tell me from like a cooking perspective, because that's the thing I think when you think catering, you think like banquet hall. And when you think Mm -hmm. banquet hall, you think a hundred plus people. When you think about that, you're going to get poo poo platter and not a good way. You're going to get poop on a plate. You're going to get the garden salad and and cheap wine. This is the secret of any good New York wedding. You go ham during the appetizer hour or section because Mm -hmm. that's where all the best food is because the food they put in front of you at your table is crap. Complete crap so this is the thing that when you want to have like a gorgeous sit-down dinner it's like well what's a number that's like still in the eyes of a chef a catering company like like a small enough number that you can make it great because when i like i remember when i went to my catering company for my first wedding they blow your brain out of your body like they'll knock your socks off with the amazing culinary excellence because they're cooking for two but the second thing it becomes like for 100 it tastes totally different how was the food at your first wedding it was fine i had higher expectations but uh the tasting was divine but you know there's no way the tasting was even close to what came out for the wedding but it's like but people explain to you they're like it's just not like physically possible it's not physically possible okay so you're an expert you're a chef you know a thing or two so what's like the biggest number that you can feed while like there's still integrity to the food does that make sense yeah by myself it just depends that's a loaded question because if you bring in a team of two or three chefs, so if say I'm the head chef, I bring in two sous chefs and then you have two or three runners and waiters, uh-huh. you could do a party 25 to 30 easily and have the food be consistent because you have chefs keeping eyes on every single plate. You're firing food at different times and you have, you have a, a team where food is not just sitting there. But when you go upwards 50, 100, 150, 200 people, that's that's a lot of bodies and a lot of food to, to execute perfectly, consistently across every single table. It's just not it's just not possible. And and this is also what I try to tell people when they go to restaurants and they complain about the food. I go, the fact that the food has landed on your table is a miracle in itself. In and of itself. Whenever I try to cook for honestly, even me and Tay, I getting this, getting two things plated. Well, how about this? Getting a meal with like, maybe like three working parts plated simultaneously while it's still hot. Impossible. 
It's imp- it, it's really impossible. really hard. It's and so the fact, hard. You know, when you, especially when you're in a restaurant, you have all the waiters and the bussers and the people, oh. and, and people have different needs. I need this gluten free. I don't want this. I don't want that. So the kitchen really has to. You know, every time you modify a dish, the kitchen, it takes more time in the kitchen and it messes up kind of the flow of the kitchen. So when people complain at restaurants, it really makes me fucking insane. I go, then you go back there and you do it. I dated a guy once. His mother would send everything back because the waiter's thumbs were on the edge of the plate. And she told the waiters that they should carry the plate out like Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. I, I hate this woman. I hate like, her. I would have gone back in the kitchen and spit in her food. <laughs> we would, would say to her, I do you know how much fecal matter we've all ingested because of you? Like, you're worried about a thumb on the edge of your plate. Worry about, like, the, the skeet skeet that's going into your salad you, after you send it back. Wh- how do you think the food got on your plate? Fingers and thumbs, <laughs> asshole. Like, <laughs> and now thanks to you being an asshole, now we food. all have asshole in our food. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. So, Oh, yeah. so much. So um, anyway, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. not bad. So going back to your question about the number of people, I think 25 is a beautiful number. I think great. you're going to get a great meal. If you find a great chef with, you know, good catering skills, you get a couple waiters, which I think is always important. People always want to skimp out on having those extra hands. You need them. So I, I them. I'm lucky enough. God, gotta love nepotism, gotta love networking. So Mm -hmm. I originally called Alex. Okay, so here's the deal. So we're like thinking about like, who can we use? My mom's going over catering companies and I'm like, yeah, I've been up to like parties though where those caterers have come and it's like, I'm a New Yorker. I might live in New Jersey, but I'm a New Yorker, okay? These are new. Your standards are high. These are Manhattan taste buds. So only the best for my tongue. So basically I'm like, no, the catering's not gonna do. Tay and I have a couple of amazing... Um, chef friends from like in, in the area. One of them used to work at Del Posto. So mm. he's got insane. And we want like a, we do want like a New England, like um, seafood vibe, but also we want like a little bit of Italian in there too. We have like a little combo. Why don't you ask your buddy from, where's Ed? Ed, Ed loves, <laughs> I'm uh, sure he'd Ed. love to do your wedding. Oh my God, he would. And he would just like, like hit on me and Tay the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> no, we actually thought of bringing Ed, but the truth is it's just, it's too far. Like New York to Boston, it's too long of a drive. Honestly, not to me. Like it's just it's getting too expensive with everyone's hotel rooms. It's just it's too much. Like we can't move New York to Boston. We've got to. You stop. can't also guarantee your food is going to be made with Ed and his love of wine. You know, at nine yeah. nine a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. I don't mean to shit on you. You're a great chef. We love you. We do love you. We thought about it. Ed actually did our engagement, like when we had our dinner oh, for our engagement. Nice. And it was so sweet. So shout out to Ed. We Ed's love you, lobster Ed. Bar love your food. Thank you. A great City, time. Out in the Hamptons, and it's literally the goddamn best lobster roll I've ever had in my entire life. Bar none. That's saying a lot. And That's also saying a lot. Best Caesar salad ever, and oh, also best Caesar salad for sure. Die, 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 and great, yeah. great no, everything. Food. Go check it out. A little shout out for we, Ed. We Ed. love Ed. I yelled okay. at Ed like six months ago, literally in his restaurant. So I owe Ed like I all the like all the said shout that, outs. Like, for the last three years, you're like I yelled at Ed so badly two weeks ago. I go, you just have a love abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the way all relationships should be. So we were going to go that route, but then we were like, it's just not going to work. And so then I started to panic and I was like, shit, are we going to go with the catering company or what? And so my mom and dad were like, oh, you know who we think is just divine? And I said, who? And they said, that friend of yours, Alex Thimopoulos. We watched Uh her PBS show and she was just in New England. Oh my God. Like Alex, they're your number one fans. They watched it religiously. That's so nice. Yes. So they were like, Alex knows all the hookups in New England. <laughs> and they're like, like a farm to table vibe. And I was like, well, you know the lingo. So what did I do? Like a good child, I reached out to Alex and I was like, help. <laughs> and she's put some feelers out for me, but it's not your fault my wedding's in 15 seconds. So. Yeah. And most of the chefs that I know don't necessarily do catering. Yes. Um, some of them do. Some of them had to have had to shift during the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll just wait and see who, who reaches back out first. Well, I did have a call today with mm-hmm. like a fa- So a girl I like grew up with. Okay. And like her mom is friends with my mom and they ran into each other and they were talking. My mom mentioned the wedding and she's like, Oh, my daughter works for this great catering company. And so I was like, I, I checked out the website and they don't just do, it's not just catering. They do furniture rentals. They do top to bottom. Oh, like that's important. That's no important. shit. Because I want to, I'm, I'm like, I'm a bougie bitch. I want to bring in new furniture. I'm like to mm-hmm. my parents, fuck your furniture. I want yep. new furniture, outside mm-hmm. furniture. And like wait staff, the whole shebang. And the more like we're getting down to the wire, I'm like, I can't be worrying about all these different details. So the idea that there's a company that could actually potentially do it all. I'm like, cool. And the fact that I like grew up with her and know her, I just feel, it just feels safe. So I gave her a very specific menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But as my friend, you're the expert in this industry, okay? And in this field. So you tell me, is it fucking awesome or is it fucking insane? Okay, let's go. And I want you to be honest. Give it to me. Brutally honest. Okay. Do you think I'm never honest with you? You're always. Sometimes actually, don't be too honest. Before, before this podcast, she's like, oh, thank you so much for doing it. I'm going to go, I'm so glad nobody else agreed to do your podcast today because I'm always the one that gets the call whenever the list runs dry. It's like, I could do a solo. I guess I'll call Alex. So. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. So kicking it off, mm-hmm. this is gel- th- th- for the wedding, okay? Kicking off, we think pass around hors d'oeuvres after the ceremony, like right after, because we're going to be doing, bait, I mean, with 25 people, everyone there is essentially family. We're going to do pictures with everybody after the ceremony. So before, we'll, t- we'll do pictures of just the two of us before, quick ceremony, and then immediately after, do like family photos, friends photos, whatever. And like on my parents' front deck, we're going to zhuzh it up, put some outdoor, out, outdoor furniture out there, and have a bartender. And then also, I was like, who doesn't, a wedding is synonymous with pass around our dwarves. So yes. I want baby lobster rolls. I want grilled cheeses. I want those little like crispy, weird, wafery things that have like the little tuna tartare tuna on things, top. Yep. You got it. Pigs in a blanket, like all of the favorite. And I don't need that, like a healthy, we're not doing that. Homie's not playing that this wedding, okay? I'm not gonna be like, does anybody have any dietary restrictions? I'm not doing it. Right. If you do, there's probably cereal in my parents' cabinet. Go at it. Like, you know, I'm, we're not gonna play that game. 25 okay. people, we know that everybody eats the eats. I would limit your appetizers, your past appetizers to three options. You okay. can have one lighter option, like the ahi tuna. You can be a little indulgent with the baby lobster rolls. And then maybe like, you don't want to fill up on appetizers before That's the true. meal. You just want to be satiated enough. Okay. And 
if you're going to course out the dinner, you just want to get people just to not be hangry. That's the whole point of appetizers. Oh, so right. The baby lobsters, maybe do a little one vegetarian option, and then you can do the little ahi tuna things. Okay. Like okay. maybe like a veggie spring roll. That's always a good option. <sighs> what kind but of a grilled a, cheese? What kind of a pussy is going to be picking that? I'm telling tea. you, like you're gonna, you, your guests are going to want to go to sleep before dinner. Okay. That very good point. Okay. This is why I'm here. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Number two. We go out to the gorgeous back patio, and that's where everything's all set up and you go. Everyone walks into, and we'll time it perfectly, the most epic seafood tower ever. But Love. only want, this is what I told the caterer. She was like, okay, like Princess Diana. I was like, I want Duxbury oysters. And Duxbury is a town, unlike you know. Yeah. Um, South South Shore, Massachusetts. It's equidistant between Boston and the Cape. It's like, I don't know, 30 minutes from my house. So I want Duxbury-specific oysters. I want, um, like, colossal, colossal on colossal, big bad boy shrimp cocktail. You know what I'm talking about. You're the queen of shrimp cocktail. <laughs> no flimsy, fishy bullshit. You want tiger prawn shrimp. Like you want those big jumbo ass shrimp. That's the name, tiger prawn. I want them crisp. I want them clean. You I want them fresh. When you were on that weird, crazy diet, diet? it wasn't Weight Watchers, but you just ate nothing but shrimp cocktail for it like was, six weeks. It was Weight Watchers. <laughs> I do remember that. Thank you I mean, for what? remembering that. <laughs> Every time I eat shrimp cocktail, I think of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't, I'm happy to be synonymous with shrimp cocktail. How fabulous yeah. and chic. And I love then, it. Okay. Okay. And then in, I want ramekins, like little individual tuna tartare. So maybe we do scrap that from the, in the mm -hmm. beginning. Mm -hmm. but, you, but you know what I'm saying? I, I don't need fucking clams. No, no one wants that. I no. don't, I, there's no need to, don't waste lobster there. Let's save lobster for later. Okay. I just want it to be like, clean with just that and then like of course like you got like the mignon sauces and you've got like the little dippy dips for the you know the cocktail sauce the whole shebang all over right how many seafood towers one oh fuck no three to four okay all right so you're doing this right okay 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 yeah yeah then i want a salad i don't know if i want the salad plated with the seafood towers or afterwards with with okay and here's what i was thinking this is very specific have i ever taken you to my favorite restaurant amaranth in new york it's upper mm. east side it's super snotty no. okay no. so they have this it's it's artichoke like not heart like just artichoke like it must be like blanched real real thin and it's mixed with like avocado and then it's got fresh parm on top and it's like in a like a little pate that's yep. it it's just like super uh -huh. is that like, it's a, like thing? a yeah it's a shaved artichoke um salad that's not hard enough to ask for or is that like girl manager expectations um it just depends on what your caterer wants to do to break down and like do artichokes raw it's time consuming but again you that's your caterer's call you okay. can do a fennel fennel is a nice um alternative but i don't know your your face is not enthusiastic <laughs> at all do a shaved artichoke salad fuck it's your wedding do what you want to do this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by armchair expert listen you listen to this podcast, you listen to Taste of Taylor, you love podcasts. I love podcasts. We all love podcasts. I especially love podcasts that celebrate the messiness of being human because I am messy AF. And 
Armchair Expert is what's up. They have honest and raw conversations. You're going to love Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. I'm actually a big fan of the show. My sister-in-law and my fiance actually turned me on to it. And I'm a big fan of Dax and Monica's because they're just so raw and honest. I love that vulnerability. I love that self-awareness of being a human. And that's like what this is all about while also being like hilarious and entertaining. So on Mondays and Thursdays, hosts Dax and Monica create a space for their accomplished guests. They have great guests on to share real, personal and enlightening stories. You'll hear from Hollywood stars, musicians, professional athletes, award-winning scientists, authors, and so much more. And now you can find Armchair Expert free only on Spotify. Plus, get your other favorite podcasts, including this one, Taste of Taylor, what's up? All for free. Simply download the Spotify app, sign up for free, and search for Armchair Expert to start listening. Again, just download the Spotify app, sign up for free, and search for Armchair Expert to start listening. You're going to love it. And now, back to the podcast. Then, second course, okay? We move on to cacio e pepe right always a Fuck solid yeah. move but like yeah. in a nest you know what i mean yeah like a little bite like not a little bite but you know a good serving but like not like a whole fucking plate of it you know right okay and then the the, the last course so it's not like crazy 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 is petite petite filet mignon mm-hmm. and this is what i said to the caterer eight to ten ounce <laughs> Eight to ten ounce South Africa South African lobster tails broiled, and I said medium well. <laughs> and she was like, "Are you smoking meth again, Taylor?" I mean, wow. I specificity of it all. I just I'm trying to think of all my favorite things I ever get at restaurants or have in general, and I'm like, that should be that should be it. But you know, like an eight to ten ounce lobster tail is ginormous. <laughs> It is humongous. That is a dinosaur lobster. Okay, but I have to say something. I feel in my personal opinion that Uh the five ounce ones don't taste as good as the big ones. Is that just in my head? It's in your head, but it's also sometimes they're overcooked. And um, I find the smaller ones a little sweeter because they're younger. Um, But that's just me. So you want us to eat babies? (laughs) Yeah, I'm from Hollywood. (laughs) Don't you know that's all we, that's we eat babies. For breakfast. Uh, that's how you stay that's so it. beautiful? That's how I stay. So my boyfriend said that I was actually aging universe, and I said it's the baby diet. You know. <laughs> Illuminati. Do that. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Exactly. No, I think that's a great menu. It's a lot of food, babe. Okay. Food, okay. Well, she gave me a price and I nearly fell off the couch. So I, but that's, I think my own doing, I could that's probably your own doing. cut and shave some stuff off. She was like, Whoa, I want to come to this dinner for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a lot of food. And then dessert. I, I don't even care. I like wedding that. cake desserts bullshit anyways, but it's you're asking total. the wrong person. I don't like dessert. Me neither. Like Just, give me a plate of French fries and I'll be happy. Yeah. Bring me sugar fish, had- crab, sh- hand rolls for dessert. Oh, bring me sugar fish. Yeah, girl. Oh my God. Oh, by the way, to anybody who knows my deep, deep, deep addiction to sugar fish, Alex Demopoulos is to blame. She introduced yep. me and uh, she gave me my first hit for free and uh, mm-hmm. I injected into my veins as much as I humanly possibly can. I'm an, I'm not an influencer, an influencer. I'm an enabler. We you know are this. an enabler. Those crab hand rolls. There is so just... good. Also, you just, I just saw that you uh, officiated your sister's wedding. I did. Okay. I did. So um, 
That was fun. Was it or was it terrifying? Leading up to the day, it was stressful because my sister was really scared. She was like, don't upstage me. And I go, you asked the wrong officiant then. Like, hello, have you met me? <laughs> and then, you know, my sister really, she they got married in September during the pandemic. They had to reschedule, you know, their wedding because of obviously COVID. Right. And she really, all she's wanted was the big white wedding and have, you know, her friends and family there. And so they redid their wedding. And they didn't have anybody to officiate. And I think drunkenly one night I was like, I don't, I don't officiate. And then, every, you know, we were all like, yeah, it's a great idea. And then getting it closer to the day, we're like, maybe this isn't a good idea. But I wrote a really beautiful speech. And my sister was really concerned that it was going to be not about her and Neil, which it wasn't. But like, it was more about. <laughs> it was more about me. Yeah, it was about, you know, just everybody gathering and the importance of celebrating and all of that. And also just reflecting back on uh, life in general. I thought it was great. The only problem was I came down with a terrible I don't know what it was. I think I had a cyst burst or got a stomach bug, but Stop. I woke up on Saturday and I was feeling fine about 11 o'clock. I was just sweating and puking and I had a fever and it just didn't let up all day. And I ended up making it through the ceremony, like doing a Jordan flu, uh, what's it called game? You know, Michael Jordan played his best game yes. ever when he was sick with the flu. That's what I felt like. And then I collapsed in the bridal suite and I had to go home. I missed the entire wedding. No. And that gorgeous yeah. suit. Yeah, missed it. I made my, made my boyfriend take me back to the hotel and I was crying and I ordered buttered pasta and um, had Tylenol and went to bed. Wait, speaking of your boyfriend real quick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Alex, you've been on this podcast before. When we first met, like you were engaged to a woman, no? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was dating my former fiance. Yeah. 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 So you were dating and then you guys got engaged. Right. How long were you well, we engaged We broke for? up like eight times and then we got engaged and then we broke up another six times. <laughs> so, but after that you continued to, I mean, you definitely, I'm going to speak for you. You please, please feel free to correct me. You would definitely qualify as bisexual, right? Sure. Yes. Yeah. But you... I knew like you, cause you have great stories about sleeping with men, but, <laughs> and we won't, I'm, I won't, ex those, those are in the vault. Those are in the tape vault forever. One day, one day I will write a book. You need to, because you're, when I'm on my fourth divorce, smoking cigarettes on my yacht, I'm going to be penning my life story. And then all of the skeletons will come out of the I closet. love it. <laughs> I love it. I support it. I'll be your agent. You predominantly dated and were interested in dating women, at least from yeah. like how long I've known you, which is what? Totally. Now? Like four years, five years? Like a while. Six years. No way. I think I just made that number up, but I'm pretty sure it's around six, five or six. What is it like to be with a guy after dating women for so long? Are like, are there challenges? What is it? Is it cool for him is it hard for him sorry if this is too personal I'm just curious no. not that I'm anticipating on Tay I mean Tay the other night was like so this is my first wedding and I was like and only don't say that <laughs> but I mean the plan with, with me and Tay is to be together forever but if we weren't like I don't know I, in my mind I'm always like I go back to men I don't know why maybe it's just I'm, I'm scared maybe I just I just don't know what I would want I mean Tay's the only per woman I've ever hooked up with and been interested in so it's just like foreign to me mm -hmm. but what's it like I mean I think I'm really lucky because the man that I'm dating is emotionally very feminine in the sense that he's 
he's just so kind and he's so, I mean, he just, I don't know. I don't even know like how to express just like what a good solid human he is. And all of the toxic masculinity, masculine qualities don't really exist with him. He's mm -hmm. so present and he's just like kind and he puts up with my bullshit all of the time. And so there's no drama. We communicate really, really, really well. Um, and he's, he's also a dad. So he's like, no, nothing grosses him out. He's just, just right. solid. It's amazing. So I don't think that I could be as in love with a man or date a man as seriously as I am with him just because of who he is. Like, he's just, he's like the man unicorn for you. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It's like, not like about a man. It's about this man. It's the yeah. exception to the rule, not the rule kind right. of thing. And like before I was just kind of like sleeping with guys because it was fun. And I was sleeping with girls too, because it's fun. But I find myself like more you emotionally. You really picked very toxic men historically. <laughs> <laughs> All toxic men. And that's ah. really been a challenge for me in the sense that he's so loving and he's so kind and there's not a toxic trait in his body that um, I want to stir up. I'm Italian. So I'm like trying to poke the bear and the bear just is like not, not interested. You know, oh. he does not play into my bullshit. As my therapist would say, his racket is permanently down. Like he's mm. not picking it up. He's not playing tennis with you. He's not nope. even going to play pickleball with you. He's nope. like, girl, nope. go play squash by yourself. Like the loser yep. that you are. Yep, pretty much. So it's really forced me to grow up a lot and learn how to communicate instead of just run away because I'm a runner. I'm like uh, Julia Roberts, the runaway bride. Totally. I, I, I run, but he's great. And it's been such a surprise for me. And we did have the conversation of, he goes, I look, I knew what I was getting myself into. I know that, you know, you are very fluid in your sexuality yes. and he's not necessarily comfortable with he's look, he's like very proper and very British and yes. he's very by the book. Yes. And so dating me is, is just as new for him as it is me dating him. Does that make sense? But I said, yes. you know, I want to feel like all of me is welcome in this relationship and like whatever that looks like in the future, you know, I'm not necessarily the person that like gets super jealous and believes in monogamy It's just kind of my, always been my thing. Well, um, can I ask another inappropriate question? Yeah. Dive a little bit more in like a threesome, for example, is that something that like you think it would be in your future? Is that something he would be like fine with? Or is that something he actually is, you know, has a quite stiff upper lip to? He doesn't have a st stiff upper lip to, it's just very new. And I don't think that we're in a real part of our relationship where that's even on the table uh -huh. um, because we're still building. Our, I think that in order, look, I know so many people who are in op not open relationships. I don't necessarily believe in open relationships, but like couples that like to explore. Yeah. They, li they like right? to experiment. Like, they like, like to invite yeah. other people in. And I think that it takes a couple, a lot of years to build a solid foundation trust. Yes, and trust and just knowing your partner in and out where there is no jealousy and there is no, you know, drama with it that maybe one day, but also like, I think when people, especially guys, right. Cause you know, all the straight men that are listening to this podcast right now, mm, <laughs> all three yes. of them, there are Hi. some, there are some, but Gareth, how are you? <laughs> but I feel like, like a guy, a straight guy hears that like a woman, she had sex with, experimented with, dated other women. And they're like, score automatic threesome. This does not sound like the man that you are with.
No. That's my biggest fear is like if Tay and I didn't work out and I started dating guys again, I'd be scared that I would be attracting men that like wanted to be really adventurous sexually and they would just assume that I was that way because I was with a woman. Whereas actually I'm like the biggest fucking prude, you know? Right. But also there's the other side of that where men are intimidated by you. Right. And then there's that too. Which is they don't, they don't trust it. I think like, it's, it's exciting and it's also terrifying. It's a double-edged sword. Right. Yeah. And, and I think it's really hard for any partner that I'm with to really understand that I'm with that person and I'm not looking for somebody else. So like if I was with a woman, they would be intimidated, especially if she was a lesbian, that I would leave her one day for a man, which is not necessarily the case and vice versa. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Relief Band. And thank God, because I am simply sick to my stomach, nauseous, if you will, over how much my fiance and I have to do before the wedding. Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with anxiety, like I have, migraines, morning sickness, motion sickness, I suffer from that, hangovers, I suffer from those far too regularly, chemotherapy, and so much more. The product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy and provides all natural relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. The technology was actually developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients but now through Relief Band it's available to the masses. Here's the deal. It blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. Relief Band is the only over-the-counter wearable device that's been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. Do I get sick from my anxiety? No, not really. But I really, really, really do get car sick like so bad seasickness too don't even get me started if somebody's having a boat party I'm like in deep trouble and also ever since lockdown I my body like can't handle riding on like the subway or the path any kind of train really anymore and with relief band I'm like totally fine so as you're getting ready to take that summer road trip hopping on a boat or just anxious about heading back into the office we've got good news right now relief band has an exclusive offer just for taste of Taylor listeners if you go to relief band and use promo code Taylor, that's my code, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Gotta love that. Just head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com. Again, that's R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com, reliefband.com, and use my promo code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, for 20% off plus free shipping. And now, back to the podcast. You look so happy. I've never seen you look happier. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm dying on the inside. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I am really happy. It's crazy. I wasn't expecting to be so happy. Um, oh. And then look, it's like not all rainbows and butterflies. His situation right now of course, um, is a little complicated. It's requiring me to have a lot of patience. So that's something I'm really learning is patience and communication, which is not my strong suit because I, again, I'm just like, and I run. Alex so. not getting her way. I know. What? I know. It's really hard, but you know, it's 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 he's going to be worth the wait for sure. I think people like definitely look at me and Tay and they think like, oh, it's magical and it's perfect. But we've had our fair share of struggles, and you know, I was just talking recently about how. 
I had to be really patient with her in the beginning because she was a lot younger than me and it, I was her first relationship really. And so it, we were, there was a lot. Meanwhile, I was like, came in with a whole, I came in with like a, a titanic amount of fucking baggage. I came in right. with like, divorce. I'm gay. Closeted. Radio show. <laughs> right. Like too much. So, but we both had to like grow together. But yeah, I think it's, it's. I think when people like you and me become patient, that's when you know we're really in love because we don't yeah. fucking wait around. No. Unless it really it's matters. It's so hard. It's so hard. You can call me and vent to me whenever you want. Oh, I, get I will. It. Oh, I will. I get it. <laughs> Before I let you go, you were wearing a suit when you were officiating this wedding. Yes. What do you think? Suit or dress or like jumpsuit. Jumpsuit could be like the equivalent, but like I'm, tr- I'm, I'm really struggling with the look for the wedding. Right now I have a jumpsuit that doesn't zip up. So that's fun. Um, I'm going on a massive diet this next week by the time this airs. It'll be next Shrimp week. cocktail. You know it's shrimp cocktail all the way until the wedding. But I will become a shrimp cocktail. They can put me on the seafood tower My by the time I get there. My question is, are you dieting and are you working out? Yeah, I'm going to do both. I started doing two different workouts and then I've changed my body and I tell everybody about it. You know what? I don't want to hear about it because your body was fucking, you're like Taylor. Your body was perfect always. So keep it to yourself. Giraffe. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Daddy long legs. I hate working out and I finally like got into a routine and I'm obsessed with it. So, well, you can follow Alex, Alex T cooks on Instagram. If you want to know about that diet and exercise, there's no diet. I do not. (laughs) I do not. Literally, this is like the countdown to the zip, okay? I just got to zip the shit up. But again, nothing is set in stone. Do you think, like, what would you do? What are you going to wear one day when you get married? A dress or a suit? What is uh, Taylor wearing? She's wearing a dress, like a very simple, classic. I mean, so far, we think chic dress. She just got it from Net-A-Porte. It's so simple. It's very Ralph Lauren, like very just like Gwyneth Paltrow, red carpet, Oscars, chic. I kind of love seeing two feminine women, one in a dress and one in like a beautiful suit or a jumpsuit. I know. I think I... Jumpsuit also counts in that? Yeah. I think Uh that's beautiful. Just different styles in white. Not necessarily like gen, playing gender roles, but I just think different... I'm with you. To have your eye have two different things to look at. Also, I'm no dummy and I'm not trying to compete with this bitch dress to dress. And also, it's her first and only wedding. So <laughs> I was like, you wear the, you, you be the, like the over the top, like holy shit gown. And I'll do like a sensible second marriage jumpsuit or maybe a suit. But it's also sort. your special day too. And I think you need to feel As beautiful groom, and yes, sexy. Yes, it is. <laughs> But you can feel sexy in a power suit or a jump a jumpsuit. I think are both like really beautiful options. Well, you you tagged actually in your stories, and by the time this comes out, it'll probably be gone. But who made that suit that you were in? It was no, fucking they're gorgeous. Not, they're not gone. They're they're a, they're a company. It's called Heavy Sweet H E B E uh, Heavy Studio. So H E B E Space Studio Heavy and Studio. You go online. They're made in Italy. They're different, all different cuts of suits. And then you can look at their sizing. It's a little complicated. So like email them and just tell them like, this is, these are my measurements and what, what, um, like style shoot, uh, uh, size suit I should get. 
Um, it fit like a glove. It was unbelievable, but they had, they have so many different cuts of beautiful, beautiful suits. You can design colors. So if you want like a special custom made suit, they do that. But, um, I think I got mine in like four weeks. Okay. So okay. I would email them like tonight if you want like a custom made suit. Expensive? Uh, sure. <laughs> I got it on sale and I think it was still like $800 for all so, the pieces though. Yeah. For the jacket and the pants. Honestly, I think in the world, the land of suits, that's like pretty fair. That's, that's handmade not, yeah. like suits. I would say that they're in euros. So like, I think now this, like the jackets are like 500 to 600 euros. Pants are probably the same. Um, so you're looking probably like at a thousand, twelve hundred dollars. But I think for your wedding, it's worth yeah, a splurge. I was, I, I thought I had settled on my outfit until I saw you in that suit, um, and then I went, fuck. But that, also, though, you're. It was long on me. You're gonna need it tailored. Tailored, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but they have different cuts of pants too. I, so I go look, like go give look me at the a wide leg pant and call it a goddamn day. Mm-hmm. 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 And the good thing about the suit is you can always take it apart and match it with other outfits. So. You always have a... So you can wear it again. Exactly. You can make use of your investment. I'm all about that. Exactly. Well, I'm Alex. really into this like high, double high ponytail. I saw Alex Cooper from Color Daddy do it. And now I'm like obsessed. I can't. Alex. Sorry, I'm looking at myself in... It's literally video. It's, it's audio. There's no video. No one can see your ponytail. Well, I'm just saying I'm looking at myself because I'm vain. <laughs> Anyways. And on that note, I love and you. On that note, thank you for planning my wedding, top to bottom. Um, of course, vows or no vows. I would as the officiant. Oh, I love a vow. I know. Yeah, right? I, you got to do sweet. vows. You can't. Just, I agree. Yeah, I think can't it's nice, especially in. for an intimate wedding. You have to. You're there to declare your love, and I think it would also help you know, your parents understand really what this day means to you and what Taylor means to you. So I think that that's important that they can hear from you. Memorize or read off a piece of paper? Oh, I'm all about reading off a piece of paper. Thank God. Fuck you. Otherwise I'd be writing on my hand because I cannot memorize shit for shit. Yeah. No, just, just write it on a piece of paper. It's all good. I mean, don't take my word for it. I was going to offer to cook for your wedding because I wanted an invitation. I've done that before where literally I was not going to be, I just, no, I will never go to my friend's weddings because I'm notorious for not showing up to weddings because I just don't care. Really? Yeah. Unless you're like one of my best friends, I won't go. That's great. You'll accept an invitation and you won't go? Yeah. That's no, no, I, no, I won't say I'm coming. Oh, okay, okay, that's okay. That's rude. I'll just say no. Oh, that's fair. And then I won't send a gift either. That's also fair. If you're not there, you don't have to send a gift, honey buns. Mm-mm. Exactly, unless, but unless you're like one of my best friends. So anyways, I didn't get invited to these girls' weddings that I really wanted to go to, so I offered to cook for it, and then I got an invitation, so there you go. Well, can you make but No, not to ten after listening to your fucking menu, <laughs> I'll watch the video on YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> It would actually be on the Patreon, so thank you. Patreon.com <laughs> slash okay. Taylor Strecker Show. It will. Got it. Something. Okay, great. Great. Maybe I'll send it. you one for free. No, I'll pay for it. How about that? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Alex. Just looking at my ponytail in the uh, video. Alex, I love you. Thank you for joining me. 
Oh, I'm so glad to join you. Anytime anybody else cancels, you know, you can always call me. <laughs> nobody else, literally nobody asked me to be on their podcast and you're the only one that does. So I always appreciate the, the, um, you know, you make me feel a part of the cool kid crowd. So do I appreciate I? it. Thank you. Yeah, you really do. Well, samesies. I mean, nothing. I'm not cool. So very um, cool. You're very, I cool. always love doing your show and I always love having these fun conversations. Well, I actually and congratulations you. on your wedding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I hate you, but the audience loves you. So that's why uh-huh. I keep coming back. Well, You're thanks popular guys. Demand. Thanks for keeping me cool. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate adore it. you and I love you. And thank you for entertaining my parents on television. And You're thank you welcome. for, for real, like helping me and reaching out for me for the wedding i really appreciate it because of course we are in the crunch zone yeah you are you're cutting it close girl oh that's how i like to do everything yeah you know um anyways if anybody wants to follow me on instagram i'm at alex t cooks and uh if you want to see my show i'm just going to plug everything before i leave do do you want to see my show you can go to amazon and google movable feast with relish that's the name of the show it's on pbs according to my parents it's the best show on television. Thank you, yes. Mr. and Mrs. Strecker. Yes. I'm going to put that. I'm going to say that in my Emmy speech that I'm not nominated for. <laughs> um, but anyways, if you like gentle food television and travel, yeah, uh, it's gentle. very gentle, very <laughs> gentle. So if you're having a hard day, go search Movable yeah. Feast with Relish. They were like, PBS. she's so calm. I was like, she's pretending then. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was like, that's wow. good editing. And the Oscar goes to Alex Themopoulos mm-hmm. at Alex D. Cooks mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow her. She's a great follow. She's a funny follow. She's a beautiful follow. And she's also an informative follow. The food girl. You know what's up? Well, you got to text me later about what appetizers you choose, and then I'll let you know if they suck. Okay, I will. I promise. I love okay. to be judged by nobody more than you. And thank you. <laughs> Do it you to guys, myself every day. Welcome yeah. to the club. You're like, I'm a pro. You guys, uh, that's it for us this week. Thank you so much to Alex for joining. You guys make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how you essentially like tip me. If you're like, I like her. I want her to pay for her wedding. Rate, review, and subscribe. And if you like Alex, and I know you do follow her at Alex D. Cooks on Instagram. And while we're mentioning, follow me at Taylor Strecker. You guys, it's it for us this week. Have a great one.